in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Amateurs. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Boy, do we got a treat to the for number one D and D five E. Oh yeah, <laughs> the we more doing we say it, it for real. The truer it becomes. <laughs> I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna say it every time now. It's like yeah. a vision board. Yeah. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the number one D and D five E playthrough podcast. Thank it's you. not a lie if you believe it. For real. Um, God, it's been a while. I'm glad to be back. We got a special treat for you guys. Uh, before we jump in, I just want to remind you guys where we were last time. Mm. Our merry band of adventurers, the Wild Stallions, I guess. I hated that name, but now I think I say it more than anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, were held at Blade's Edge by unknown assailants. <laughs> kind of known. Fine. Kind of known assailants. <laughs> Duncan's guys, right? Did we say that in the show? I think so. Yeah, because we were pulling up over. to his place. Okay, okay, yeah. fair enough. So you guys do know. Yeah. <laughs> well, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, and I haven't listened to the end yet, I thought he came out at the end and was like, what the heck is going on out here? <laughs> that's <laughs> canon. That's, that's going to be Duncan's voice. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think he said that. Yeah. <laughs> that's got to be what Duncan's voice. What the heck voice. is going on here? Get off my porch. <laughs> my 23 herbs and spices are secret. Gosh darn it. <laughs> now you're turning him to Wilford Brimley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, now we're going to step back out. That's my rewind voice. Oh. And we're going to step back forward. That's my fast forward voice. Into the two new characters. Okay. Oh. Uh-oh. I wish I had known about this. We are stepping into the lives for a day okay. of two characters whom work for Duncan Siren, know our friend Ferdinand Indyke, and... Uh, have a role to play in the events of uh, last night, as it were, uh, between the attack on the uh, whisperers. whisperers from the Brotherhood, and uh, when you got and the when the widow. the Brotherhood of the Broken Widow. He's just showing off that he's got all his notes. It's pretty impressive. There are no notes, and uh, they're up here. And when the Wild Stallions were captured by the uh, the Templars that uh, protect the Spring of Songs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, speaking of Ferdinand, so my character, is, her name is Minitra Doate. Uh, you can call her Mini. Mini, okay. Oh yeah. my gosh, I was just going to say Lance would definitely call her Mini. Yeah. What's <laughs> <Yeah>. a Mini? <laughs> Minitra Doate. She's a, a drow, and, uh, you know, she's. She loves Ferdinand. She, she grew up underground, did all that training and stuff. Um, she's not one of the magical types, but, uh, so she had to find other ways of, of being crafty and successful and surviving. How'd she meet Ferdinand? Um, 
she once she left her her hometown came topside so anyway she she was part of a mercenary guild and doing what mercenaries do best and she was on a particular assignment and it actually involved ferdinand she doesn't know who the contract was from uh she was just doing her job getting the money um she doesn't really kind of care about much other than just doing her job and getting better at her skills and stuff um and so ferdinand happened to be the target of this particular job and it was more or less it was love at first sight and um did ferdinand reciprocate at all or was it kind of just not like a really unrequited love sort of thing yeah it, it was kind of like a a puppy dog kind of a thing and and i don't mean that in a sexist like oh a female mm-hmm. you know swooning over a, a guy but um she was definitely intrigued by him she hasn't met somebody as um dedicated yeah dedicated and skilled and i don't know she she just doesn't respect many people and he kind of demanded it nice and and so she went against the contract and essentially just started following ferdinand around and and he recruited her into whatever cause that we still have yet to figure (laughs) out as characters and players so um, so what is uh how how are you been how, how have you been feeling since Ferdinand obviously uh, went away on his little, um, you know, well before before he went away and as our other characters know he was on that boat, um, caught as a slaver essentially, um, possibly on purpose to get to the Bravik I don't know anyway that just occurred to me, um, she before he left he he told her to go to to Bravik and that he would meet her there and so um she's obviously she's been missing and and waiting with bated breath so to speak um just kind of doing whatever um the templars mm-hmm. sure is, is that their name what yeah we've been calling them the templars yeah um kind of just whatever they've been asking of her um, doing odd jobs and, and, and missions and things like that okay, just to fill the time. But um, just because essentially Ferdinand said, go to these people, they're good people, and um, keep yourself busy. Because she, if she doesn't keep herself busy, um, she will most likely fall into um, more seedier activities yeah she'll she'll find contracts where she can essentially on her own okay so cool bentley who are you playing today <clears throat> hello i will be playing ilden godier also a drow rogue but from a different uh, mercenary guild he's from the north bend mercenaries and uh they were all slaughtered uh as far as he he knows and kind of similar to old Minnie over here, he uh, um, Ferdinand found him actually in a bar trying to pick up a contract, you know, like right after it happened, because obviously that's pretty much all he knows. And so he was hired by Ferdinand because Ferdinand uh, felt that there was like a threat out against him and he was trying to get, you know, as we kind of know what goes on with uh, our regular adventurers. Come to find out the threat was Minnie. And uh, Ferdinand was so befuddled by those beautiful eyes that he was like, no, no, Illy, don't kill her. Mm. And, uh, and they were sort of his right and left hand 
Um, she was the right, he was the left. And uh, um, the more creative, dexterous, yeah. and intelligent hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just liked her more. Yeah. She got those eyes. And uh, um, and so, yeah, they've kind of worked, you know, begrudgingly beside each other for a while because they're both, you know, very, you know, independent types, but also very good at what they do. Okay. And so it's hard, but, you know, they do have the boss that's like, hey, come on, guys, put it, yeah. you know, put it aside. Let's yeah. work it. And so he sent us, uh, he sent us here to help Duncan uh, because, you know, uh, it would it would behoove him like we were basically supposed to pave the way for him to have like a smooth you know uh, I can only think of it this way injection into the city <laughs> <laughs> and um, but yeah we were supposed to kind of help pave the way and, and help Duncan out and that sort of thing and then we've been obviously waiting a little bit longer than we expected okay and uh, and that sort of thing okay yeah, that's a good point I think I think uh, Minnie is kind of starting to tap her fingers in in the figurative sense like okay he should be here by now okay what's going on and and i imagine there's kind of help with training with guards or you know help their skills and that sort of thing yeah and uh there's there's a i think there's a mutual respect between the two of us even though um minnie isn't a fan of people in yeah. general. Yeah, I think it's like a clinical yeah. thing where it's like yeah. you're good at this, I'm good yeah. at this. It's a practical thing. Yeah. Like right, right. like we're uh yeah. Right. It's not a best friendship like Lanston Airtor. <laughs> <laughs> and Yamhorn. Yammy. Yammy. Give him the shoulder rides. <laughs> okay. Well, and of course I haven't said it yet, but of obviously I'm Rhett, your dungeon master for this evening. So without further ado, I'm going to uh put us in the 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 VCR. I'm gonna press play on this little bad boy. Hold on, I gotta skip forward through the FBI pirating. <laughs> yeah, nobody believes that. <laughs> Rhett, hit the tracking. <laughs> tracking. Oh my gosh. Got that fully record. Fully record. Rhett. Have you heard? Harley, a stout dwarf who served Duncan and Bravik since long before the inpouring of refugees. Uh, from uh, Wurzburg nearly belched the words he was so short on breath. Duncan looked up from where he was sitting, the area he always did, in the temple shrine of the Spring of Songs, unable to go too far. Demacurio and the Whisperers came under attack by the Brotherhood! Duncan looked up. Really? Did they have help? Harley looked back at him and he goes, Three adventurers we've never met before. From out of town, no doubt. Hmm. Interesting, Duncan said. Or wait, maybe I should do Duncan's real voice now. Mm-hmm. I like this the, the two NPCs talking to each other. It makes <laughs> You're welcome. Less work for us. You guys are out of this episode. Yeah. Uh, you guys introduce your kids. <laughs> this you is all you. Yeah. <laughs> Rhett's solo episode. You guys, sitting quietly, sort of uh, on opposite <coughs> ends of the temple shrine, kind of uh, in a little nook and cranny, I guess I guess in the shadows, you could almost say. Yeah, I'm probably sharpening a knife or something like that. Something cool? Yeah. Perk up at, uh, at the sound of, um, or, you know, at this conversation, basically, it's been a long time since anybody's been able to stick it to the, uh, the whisperers. And Harley goes on to say something like, uh, uh, 
Bojan came out of undercover to, uh, to uh, help them set up a drop. And I guess they uh, turned the tables on him over there. Sorry, because I was loud. I was backing up. I'm sorry. I want to... Duncan goes, and where's Bojan now? Harley goes, the Whisperers, or excuse me, the Brotherhood sent them back in so that the uh, Whisperers wouldn't think there was anything amiss. Have we heard from Bojan since? Has he sent the signal? No. Through a little brief conversation, Duncan sends Harley away. And he turns, faces the doorway, and clasps his hands behind him in the way that you both understand to mean that he'd like to speak to you both. What do? I kind of, out of the corner of my eye, look up. I see the hand (coughs) gesture. And kind of without really saying anything or or stopping my, my duties as I'm sharpening my knife, I just kind of walk while still focusing on on sharpening my knife. Okay. I get up and follow. Okay. Say nothing. Yeah, it's almost kind of like sighing like here like here's here's a here's a job. <sighs> I know you both have been waiting for Ferdinand for an awfully long time, but depending on who these adventurers are, it might have something to do with Ferdinand if I know anything about him. We need to know more information. I think it's time Bojan comes home, but if he's undercover right now with the Whispers, or worse, been captured, we have to do it discreetly. Can I count on you two? I, you know you can. No problem. All right. Tell me what you need done. Go and get Bojan from the Whispers. Metadata here for you guys. Bojan was uh, nicknamed in uh, one of the last recording sessions as uh, Super Secret Undercover Sleeper Man oh, or yeah. something. <laughs> we tried to get the acronym down, but it didn't. <laughs> you guys have been uh, waiting on this uh, for a long time. You both already know, well-equipped with the information on uh, where the Whispers hide, where Bojan is if he's not been captured, where Bojan might be if he is actually captured, if his undercover status has been uh, compromised. Because you guys are bloody freaking professionals. You always got your finger on the pulse, ear to the ground, as it were. So, maybe thinking to yourselves, all right, this should be easy. We'll be back before sunup, aye? That's right. It doesn't seem like a big job to me. Probably a little bit beneath you, in fact. I've had harder, yeah. So. I don't know about this this other person. Equipped with the knowledge that Bojan's usual spot, I guess, with the Whispers Mm -hmm. is uh, in the manor, the house, the mansion, uh, belonging to Signore Di Mercurio. Close. He's close in. Okay. You guys set off to go and find your uh, your peer, your friend. He's not your guys' friend, but you know what I mean. Right. Right. So, tell me what you guys want to do. How you guys want to handle this? You guys just want to go straight in, march through the doors, crossbows blazing. Wow. Uh, here's the question for the DM. 
Yeah, what do we know? Do we know if it's, um, um, does he have guards like Duncan all around the place? Does Duncan have guards? <clears throat> oh, no. Does, does DeMarc Hero have guards around the place like Duncan? Like, do we know this? Like, what is you our guys know that there? they're they are keenly aware uh, for intruders? Um, and who knows? They might be on high alert now that they've been attacked by the Brotherhood. Mm, right. Um, you know, when they weren't. I mean, they were kind of expecting it, but they weren't at the same time. Yeah. Um, they took quite a blow. Obviously, this is after the attack at the Church of. Uh, Points to whoever can tell me. Joe June. Joe June. That's right. Good. To, good for you, Bentley. Uh, the the god, the god of, of toupees. And yeah, toupees. the god of toupees. <laughs> um. So who knows? They might be on high alert now. You guys can reasonably. I'll, I'll say that your characters can reasonably assume that they might be on high alert okay. after such an attack. But we know exactly where it is. You know exactly where they are. Where, okay. What's your name again? Ilian. Ilden. Ilden. Um. So, Ilden, uh, what do you think for this? I, I, just like you, am a little more comfortable underground. Um, and this is my question to the DM: Are we familiar with the under? Yes. Okay. So you guys, you guys, I, regardless of how long you guys have been in Bravo, I mean, you guys have been here for a while. Ferdinand has been away for. I mean, it's kind of turning to winter now in Bravik. He left at the beginning of summer, like okay. springtime, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so it's been like half a year that Ferdinand has kind of tasked you guys being here. You guys spent a lot of time getting to know Bravik because, right. you know, just in case you guys decide to ever abandon this cause, you go and pick up some pocket money doing other jobs right, or whatever sure. you need to. So that's what I think we should do. I think we should maybe head underground, find our way there. Um, there's There's no sense in... in Exposing ourselves. That, as far as I'm concerned, the least amount of exposure I have to the public, the better. Right. So, I would say then that we use the underground tunnels, and we um, go into. Uh, obviously, we know that he has that um, secret entrance into the tunnels into the basement. Mm. So, are you <laughs> suggesting we go into there? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if we've if no, we've, that's fine. If we've done the research, you have. So no. obviously we're talking about in the moment, Red. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I mean RP. Okay, you guys got it. I'll be over here texting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Now, yeah. obviously we <laughs> we're going to need disguises. <laughs> God, if only you guys knew somebody who was yeah. an expert at disguises. Mm. Uh, fortunately, we haven't met him yet. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to let you take lead on this. All right. Uh. I always feel more comfortable when she takes lead. One, because uh, it's mainly if it gets screwed up, I can blame her later. <laughs> Smart. And uh, do you... And But also Ferdinand told me specifically, watch her back always. Mm. And I said, okay. So I take that Literally. as a literal. <laughs> like, yeah. let her lead. It keeps the peace. And also, if someone sneaks up, I can save us and if not then i get killed okay yeah and i i think uh north bend mercenaries rule <laughs> <laughs> well rear guard is the uh most dangerous position in any uh and i know that group. i'm showing off exactly yeah so I'm confident so here's here's what i'm doing uh i'm gonna go ahead and put my my cloak over my over my head i'm not worried about changing my clothes i'm just I'm focused on the goal, and I 
I'm not interested in, in putting on a big show. It's just mm-hmm. like straight in, do the job, get out. Yeah. And so, uh, but I will say, as we're going down underground, um, is there access from where we are now in the song? So you guys go out into the city and, you know, before you obviously hit the streets, you hit the back alleys, you hit Mm -hmm. the the shadowed, the shadowed ways as it was, the rooftops, the alleyways, the sewers, and you make your way to where you know you can access the tunnels or the sewers to get into the... um, Do I see any goose? Casa de Mercurio. Any goose? No goose. Okay, good. Uh, Once once we're underground, I'm going to start only speaking... To Ilden in under common. Okay. Assuming you as a drow, you also speak under common. Many, you know, I do. <laughs> I don't want to assume. I don't want to. <clears throat> okay. So. All right. So, uh, yeah, I guess we start heading off in the direction we. All right. So, uh, cue the montage of you guys skirting among the rooftops with the moon uh Playing your shadows across the the streets in silvery yeah. light, uh, and then ducking down under low hanging terraces and skirting up walls and climbing vines and <gasps> and of course ducking, diving, rolling, jumping, having fun. I would imagine like that because we do train with each other and we train with the other people in these scenarios. It's always like a sort of hey, I did, I just did this. Like trying like to one up the parkour. We're, it's like yeah, we're having fun parkouring with each other, but we're also still super focused. Yeah, right. It's like Encounter Monte Cristo when they give each other the king chess piece. Sure. Uh huh. I like that book. A little long. You guys are you guys are like giving each other the winkies and the like thumbs up and like a, yo, what up? Do you see how high I jump? And then the montage slowly comes uh, to end with you guys. Uh, Creeping through the dank sewers, uh, nearing nearing the Casa de Mercurio, de de Mercurio, yeah. And in the background, you can hear like the the slight dripping, echoing, like. Oh wait, my wait, god, wait. that's awesome! Hold on. That was a good. One. No echo on that one. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Th- those were my crappiest ones, dude. You should see what I can <laughs> get. the chaotic amateurs fully record ju- now. All three volumes for 19.99. Only if you call within the next ten minutes. Track seven: Dripping Water. <laughs> you guys are sloshing through, kicking water, and then. You hold up the fist in the sweet commando fashion, you know. You guys are nearing the the Casa de Di Mercurio. Who knows if they're aware of the secret entrance? You don't know for certain, but they could have sentries posted down here. They could have traps. So I'm going to need you guys to uh, give me a perception check. I'd like to add that my passive perception is double. Is 17. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Um, but I'll go ahead and roll anyway. <laughs> That's 15 plus 7. Okay. I got a 19 plus 7. So, you got 
just like our stats are gonna be like identical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like imagine the commandos like traipsing through the Vietnam fort, you know, the jungle, and then they stop and they like you know like maybe you do some trick where you can see like the tripwire glistening in the ultra low light, but with your drow vision, you guys can just like see it glistening perfectly. It's a tripwire. You don't know what could be a magical thing. Could have just be like a string connecting to cans like upstairs or whatever, but there's a, oh, it could be rigged to bombs or explosives or a trap of some or sort. Or a bucket of water above the door. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> Two paint cans that sling down the stairs. <laughs> hey, Ilden, I think I spot some micro machines on the floor. Be careful. Tip toe, tip toe. So you guys tip Anybody? over it. <laughs> yeah, no we're we're all talking about Home Alone here. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, except unlike the movie, these are real dangerous traps. Yeah, you guys get hit in the head with a paint can. You guys are going into a coma. That's right. <laughs> okay. So fretcha, fretcha, I don't want to derail this too much, but I heard a joke one time that uh, Kevin, uh, whatever his last name is, McAllister, grew up, McAllister grew up to be the jigsaw killer <laughs> later on because of all of his traps. Yeah, <laughs> he grew up to be the jigsaw. Killer. Got super sick. <laughs> saw. Yeah, from gotcha. saw. The, the creepy shoveler guy probably trained him up right. in the ways of killing. You want to play a game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, luckily, Kevin McAllister isn't booby trapping this house too much. So you guys step over that one really quick. Give me another perception roll. <laughs> Sure thing. Ten total. What? Three plus seven. <laughs> yeah, we both basically rolled the same. Uh, five plus seven. I got a twelve. Okay, so I hate you. <laughs> you guys literally just rolled high twenties yeah. on me. Like, yeah. come on. So you guys are uh, traipsing along, and and uh, well, I guess you're behind, so you don't notice mm-hmm. this, but. She uh, steps in the ground, in the in the kind of the mucky water. You can hear kind of like Indiana Jones, like like stone grating Uh-oh. on each other as the floor sort of sinks in right where she stepped, and she like looks back at you. Ah, oh, Minnie, are you? Oh, you're kidding me. It was getting boring. I just wanted some fun. Sure. All of a sudden, two gates, cast iron bars, just drop <laughs> on either side of both of you. You guys are locked in this thing together. Don't worry. We got this. And the tunnels slowly start shifting in such a way. I've got it. Where they like start closing in on each other. Oh, fantastic. Mm, okay. I need. I want to search the walls. I want to see if there's any sort of identifying marks. Or, <sighs> okay, give me a perception check. Or, or light, you know. Things. Hey, this is called the trash compactor. 12 plus 7. 19. <laughs> what is that? Oh. Not good. Eleven. <laughs> okay, so what you notice is that in the wall there's I'm too like, annoyed by her. <laughs> in the wall there is like a missing brick. Mm. But these things are slowly shifting and all this stuff, but that one spot stays completely empty where it looks like a brick can fit right in okay. there. I don't tell Ilden. Okay. What are you gonna do? Um uh, I'm gonna start kind of feeling around under the water for any sort of bricks or anything like that. You don't find anything. Mm. Give me a perception check. Okay. I'm going to draw my hand crossbow. 19 plus 7. Okay. What you do notice is that there is another brick on the opposite side of the wall. Mm. It seems to be loose. The mortar around it has been like weathered away. And as the wall is slowly shifting, like I said, it's like 
okay. as it's like tightening down like a freaking aperture lens, you know, like mm-hmm. on a camera, it's like mm-hmm. kind of closing in like that. <clears throat> uh, it's getting ready to disappear behind another layer of the wall, but you can see it's loose. Okay. I tell Ilden, just have a seat. And then I dash over to to the brick. Okay. And I, I, I want to look at it and make sure that there isn't any sort of secondary traps on it. So I don't know if I can do something about Roll that. Roll me a perception check, I guess. <laughs> Um, if it's perception, seventeen plus seven. Is it perception or investigation? Uh, it it doesn't matter. I got a seventeen plus four. If it's investigation, okay. Well, so uh, you don't notice any traps. Okay, but it does seem to be just like a loose sort of okay. break in there. I'll I'll yank it out and start to work it over to the. Ilden is standing there with his hands crossed and a crossbow in his right hand, just waiting. <laughs> she she can't see him tapping his foot underneath the water. Bum bum bum. Bum, so bum, I, I take the brick bum, and I bum, any day now, mini, and and I place bum, it. Have you done spot. showing off? So, tell and me I, how you place it in. Tell me in terms of like you pull the brick out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you place oh, it oh, oh, in the same orientation that it was in? No. Or do you no? Flip what it I do? Around? Yeah. What I do is I I pull it directly out. The okay. Same, the 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 only way I can really. Okay. I pull it straight out. And then the the side that was facing me as I pulled it out is the side I want facing the back of the hole that I'm putting it into. The side that was facing you is going to go straight into the into okay. the thing. All right. <laughs> so as you slide as you slide it in, as you slide it into the hole, you see it kind Don't of Don't give us hints. You see a marking. No. He's got it. Yeah. You see a marking on the other side of it and you're like, "Oh, that looks important." You see <laughs> <laughs> you've slide it in. You got it right on the first time. <laughs> Everything stops right before you guys are like crushed. Oh, to death. good! I told you, chaps on this, too smart. This huh? is not Minnie's first trip out, but yeah. the iron I, bars I, haven't lifted yet. Okay. Oh, wonderful! All right, <laughs> Mister Fancy Pants, I did the hard part. Why don't you take the? Oh, gates? you took a brick out of the wall. Congratulations! Hey, we're live. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, no, and make, thank make you yourself for, useful. Thank you for the tripping gate. the wire. It was wonderful of you to step uh-huh. on that. No. It was actually a pressure plate. Either way. <laughs> Who are you talking to? His inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear that. <laughs> I have this voice that comes in my head. And it's like, Minnie did this. And then Ilden did this. Uh, so, dude. for the time being, the walls have stopped. Walls have stopped. But now we have to do the gates. Wonderful. Perception check. What sure. are you talking about? I'd like to go over to the uh, uh, the gate that you know, the forward gate, I guess. Okay. And just see if I can pop it up. Just pop that top off. Okay. Give me a strength check. I like the pause. Okay. No yeah, boy. Say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my strength is an eight. With a zero modifier, that's a sweet two, Rhett. Two total. Two total. Yeah. Not that strong <laughs> when it comes to lifting iron bars. More just slitting throats. <laughs> Doesn't take so, much. So, I got a great slitting throat person. <laughs> <laughs> if only this gate had a throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Minnie, the gate doesn't have a throat. We're screwed. <laughs> well, I've looked. <laughs> I don't know why I went Australian all of a sudden. No, that's fine. Uh, so you walk over and you grab the gate with both 
hands. And uh, it's stuck. For, <laughs> and you remember a movie what you saw one time, and you're like, maybe it's a matter of leverage, might. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? Pirates so. of the Caribbean. Boom. Just okay. like last time. So you get coin. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I've, been, I've been thinking about Pirates of the Caribbean a lot. <laughs> so you guys started on a ship, guess. right? Okay, yeah. so. Uh, so you go and lift the bars and you give it a mighty heave. Just like you put it right into your legs. You feel the iron gate shifting. Shouldn't have skipped leg day. You're pulling it free and then you kind of give it a like this and you feel it like lock into place maybe like three inches higher than it was. And all of a sudden, you look, look behind you and above you, there's like a spout that's now spitting water out. Just like kind of green, oozy, toxic water. But what's worse... What is worse is you just catch a glimpse as the water slowly, slowly starts going above your ankles, middle of your shins, through the water. What did you do? You Hold think on. you Minnie, see what did you do? Don't even. Some sort of creature. Ah. And it's in the water somewhere as the water goes up. All right. I'm going to climb up on the gate so I'm out of the water. <laughs> okay. Oh. Like Spider-Man. I'll uh, allow it. So is this... We're in a cylinder, like a tube. Yep. Right now. There's no sort of... It's platform. like a Ninja Turtles. Yes. Gotcha. Exactly like the Ninja Turtles. Okay. <laughs> well, Minnie, I tried my way. Your move. Bum. 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 I want to, like, crawl bum. across and, like... Can I... Are the walls moving again in, in a way that... um. The walls are not moving. Oh, they're not moving? No. Okay, so they're not doing the twisty trailer thing? No. Okay. I want to, if I can, I want to take that brick out real quick. Okay. (laughs) Just to see (laughs) if it resets the game. So you guys take the brick out for a second, and the walls start shifting. Ah, I put it back in. (laughs) Yeah, and the walls stop. (laughs) Okay. I'm just checking. (laughs) And then he takes uh, it out, then puts it in, takes it out, puts it in. This is fun. <laughs> hmm. All right, so we've got a creature, and there's uh, water's coming from the bottom. Green news is coming from the top. Water Ilden. is coming from like a spout, like a shower. Okay. Also, that's why I wanted to see if I took it out, like if it would close that. No. Ilden, okay. did you happen to see what the creature was? No, it looked like a long, slimy thing. I just heard a splash. So. You guys see a little eyeball like pop up from underneath the water? Oh. Uh, is it like uh, Minnie? It's your mum. <laughs> okay, you're gonna pay for that later. We'll it's see. Exactly. Uh, my like... mom's dead, by the way. Thanks. Um, I know. I assume this is what a necromancer <laughs> would do to your mother. Okay. I take my hand crossbow and I try to shoot Ilden. You try to shoot Ilden? Yeah, Sorry, but just just as a joke, like I just you know just I fire back. Well, you have to give me a roll to see if you miss. Because you're trying to miss. Uh, 15 plus 7. Fine, you missed. But only barely. Yeah. <laughs> Next time that's going in your forehead. Sure, sure, sure. So, all of a sudden, he's up on the gate. You're in the water. You feel this thing brush past your leg. and it, You can actually feel it coil around your boot, your right ankle. Just like... Whoosh, and all of a sudden, it feels like a freaking vice is on you. Just like trying to like maybe pull you. The opposite direction from uh, Ilden. Okay. Uh, I pull out my dagger, and uh, I'm going to start trying to cut it off of me. All right. Give me... Um, Having problems over there. 
Yeah, I think I found our little friend. That's fine. Have you figured out a way <laughs> I just to make love the how, water stop? I love how unenthused you guys are. Yeah. I think it's the best touch ever. It's just like, oh, great. Another thing to deal with. Yeah. Uh, deal with. 14 plus 7. Okay, so you just crouch down as this thing coils on you, and, and it doesn't even accelerate your heartbeat. You just like whoosh, slash at it with your dagger, and this thing is just like a razor's edge. You could freaking shave with it if you wanted to, and it just severs this thing off. And you hear this. She like, does. She's got that mustache, you know. <laughs> and you and you hear this like weird gurgling, like. Ah oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime I get a glass tilt from Bentley, I know mm-hmm. I've done good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you hear you hear that thing, and all of a sudden. It doesn't have a grip on you anymore, but this thing, like, kind of like, like a cobra, like a like a mesmerized mm-hmm. cobra, like coils out of the water, and it kind of looks just like a big snake. You know, I don't know, maybe as thick as like your leg and like the thickest part. But then she's got those big thighs. The hood like comes out. A hood. The hood comes out. It looks like kind of like a cobra would, but then all of a sudden, like whoosh, this thing just like Prometheus alien b- balloons up. Jurassic Park. <laughs> What? Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you see, see this thing like balloon outwards and it's got these like weird like hooded, like huge hood though, not mm-hmm. just like a little cobra. It's yeah. like, and this thing is like hissing and shrieking at you and spitting like this, what obviously to your uh, trained eyes looks like poison. Mm. Can I shoot it? In the, should we roll? Do we roll initiatives here? for? Roll the initiatives, mate. All right. Got that sweet 14. Crit fail. Crit fail. Everybody take a drink. All right. To crit failing. <sighs> to Paulville. <laughs> oh, the sweet memories of Paulville. <laughs> uh, I just want to take this moment to thank Paul. Uh, without Paul, we wouldn't never been here. Pour one out. <laughs> he didn't die. Still. <laughs> Uh, you roll the 14? Yep. Okay. So you go first. All right. Um, uh, I'd like to take my hand crossbow, and I'd like to shoot it in the head. Give me a roll, mate. All right. What do I add? What? What do I, what do I add? Uh, okay. So it is aware of you. So there was something oh, about your proficiency. plus seven to hit is yep. what I have. Yep. Oh. Um, so I got a uh, 24. We have expertise in a lot of things. <laughs> All right, mate. You hit this thing. Uh, describe twenty-six it. plus four piercing damage. If if you want me to roll, uh, give me a roll, mate. Okay. Roll the damage. Three plus four, so seven. Okay. Yeah. So the, uh, you launch this crossbow bolt. Describe it to me. Take me to this sewer. I'm hanging. Well, I'm hanging on the thing, and I'm watching her cut this. You know. I'm like, okay, now she's going to cut it off. <laughs> of course, she did the wrong end, and it pops about. I'm like, for the love of perfect, all right. <laughs> and I just take my crossbow, shoot it, and it does what? All right, so. You and can- as soon as I pull it, I'm looking around. I'm looking up at the ceiling to try to see if we can fit through that hole in the ceiling. Because you know you're, you're going to hit your mark. Well, yeah. I even- shot it. I looked. I, I pulled the trigger. And then, you know, turn away after the three-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> so. I call Kobe. Fine. It's appropriate, I guess. <laughs> you like, Kobe, 
and you shoot, and this freaking crossbow bolt just like whistles out of your crossbow. And in a blink of an eye, your highly tuned assassin's senses, just like you can hear the slight whistling of the fletching on this bolt, just like cutting through the air. And, uh, and this thing just like slams, like whoosh, it goes like right through the freaking like kind of mediest part of it, kind of like like a like a shoulder shot on a guy, but mm-hmm. it's like, whoosh, and the bolt just goes straight through it. Does quite a significant amount of damage. You can see like blood and viscera sort of just like evacuate out the back. But um, <clears throat> your turn, Minnie. Yeah, he's still up. Damage. He's, he's seven. Re- oh, seven. He's okay. really freaking pissed off now. And Minnie rolled a crit fail. Yeah. So, but she- only on. Does does that affect? I'm automatically last. Oh, you're last. Okay. So, furthermore, for your crit fail, <laughs> you should be punished. No. No! <laughs> so, so Minnie, luckily for you, your buddy Ilden, his crossbow bolt hit the mark. Blood, viscera, evacuates out the back. Like I already said, I just like using the word evacuate. Like my bowels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, this freaking thing, it just gets shot, and it just like gives you an unholy shriek right before it freaking lunges right at you. But what's worse is that the way its body is arranged under the water, it whips its tail underneath, creating like a kind of like a torrent, like a like an undertow rush of water that just sweeps your footing out from under you. You splash right down on your butt, hands in the water. You're soaked with this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just soaked with this slimy, disgusting sewage water. It's in your eyes. You're trying to wipe it out of your eyes as best you can, and you hear this unholy shriek as it kind of goes to whip at you with its tail. It goes to attack. What's your AC? Uh, 16. Okay, this stupid dumb animal missed you. <laughs> yeah. So, he goes to whip its tail at you, but luckily for you, just out of sheer luck, not anything more, don't get it in your head that it's not, you slip on the slimy stone underneath, and you fall back underwater. Your head is submerged right as this this tail with these like barbed sort of like, uh, not spikes, but kind of like these barbed, Sharp, spiky, spiky tail thing, like a stegosaurus meets like the um, pop culture depiction of Satan with the spade tail. Mm. And it's just like whoosh, and like whips right over your face. You don't even know how close it was though, but Ilden does, and that takes us to, <laughs> <laughs> and that takes us. Uh, your turn skipped because you fell. Sorry. Oh. So how how wide? What is this like ten? You guys are like yeah, ten twelve feet. Like right. it's only ten, twelve feet from gate okay. to gate. So and it's like, is it right over Mini? Over Mini it's, the faces. It's weird th- creature thing. Mini and you up on the thing. It's like, you know, up above, kind okay. of like. So like I fell backwards towards Ilden. Yep, your okay. head is okay. now pointed towards. Your head is now pointed towards Ilden. Your feet are pointed towards the, the uh, towards the creature. Okay, so I'm going to spring off. The gate. Okay. This is what I'd like to do, rather. I'll roll for it, obviously. Okay. Spring off the gate. Okay. As I'm springing, draw my short sword. I've got it on my back here. Okay. Cut the head. Okay. 
That'd be pretty cool. You'd be a hero. Roll it. Well, okay. I wouldn't go that far. I would have been fine. So, what would you like me to add? Would you like me to add dex, or would you just like me to add my attack bonus with my short sword, or probably just my short sword attack since I'm pulling it? Okay, let's do this. Give me a de- okay. So, what did you roll with your dex bonus? Right, <clears throat> uh, twenty, non natural. Okay, so we're gonna do this. Okay, you leap off. You draw your short sword. So far, you look like a total utter ba. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now, give me the roll for the attack. And you get a bonus because you're sailing down on this creature. So give it a plus two on top of your like proficiency in short sword attack. Well, that's 19 plus seven plus two. So <laughs> I don't know if you hit. It's a 20. Close. <laughs> I hate to tell you this. I, I, the AC is 30. <laughs> AC is 29. <laughs> 28.5. <laughs> Take that, idiots. (laughs) (laughs) So as you're coming down off this thing, you just like, okay, so you had like one hand up on this thing, like you're hanging, and with your dominant hand, you freaking like pull your sword free, and you like lunge off, and you just like grab, you twist, and you swing your sword right as you sail down. Your your freaking hip rotation, the power, the momentum, the gravity pulling you down, it is like the trifecta. And your sword just severs clean through this freaking dinosaur snake creature's head. So as I land, I'd like to land in the water and turn around. As I turn around to face her, put it back in my sheath, then hold out my hand. Can we go now? I don't take her hand. I just... His hand. His hand. And I get up and I just kind of dust myself off. I don't even mention anything. I just turn around. Why are you dusting yourself off? You're completely wet. (laughs) You know. That was... That was... Why don't you ring it Cinema. out, Minnie? <laughs> Good. Okay. I go immediately without acknowledging the fact that she just probably saved me from some damage. I'm a he. <laughs> Quit saying she. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's now what we know about Ilden is that you look very androgynous. Yeah, you're a, a feminine. I don't lie to you. Yeah. Okay, very much so. Uh, it's part I, of your charm. I immediately start working on the gate because you now. can sort of like work both sexes for your anyway. All right, <laughs> you start working on the gate. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I walk over with her, and I'd like to. Many, do we do the count of three? That that sure. Now, do we go on three or after? Let's do one, two, three. Push. Go. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So on go. Right. Ready. One, two, three, go. Strength bonuses. Natural 20. Oh, I was going to make you guys fail, but I'll give it to you on a natty 20. I got a 13. Everybody drink. Wait. (laughs) When we win and when we lose? Yeah, Yeah, boy. Drink on the crits. We got to celebrate them crits. Damn crits. Okay, you need to not celebrate. We got to celebrate them crits. It's all good. Shut up. That was gold. <laughs> that was podcasting gold, Bentley. <laughs> That's our single on our Foley record. It's the hidden track. <laughs> Celebrate them, Chris. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this is this is just perfect. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry you wasted a crit on this, but. Do, do your pose again. You're Celebrate them, them Chris. Dance, yeah. It's your rainier. <laughs> Vitamin R, baby. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. So. You guys both step over. You step on one side. Ilden steps on the other. You freaking grab this thing, and the joke about leverage runs through your mind again, and you sort of chuckle. 
No, um, I don't. That's okay. not something. Ilden does either. that then. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so you guys freaking I, grab it. I look over at Elden. What? What is it? Sorry, the gate's heavy. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so you guys both grab it. You freaking lift. Oh, your freaking quads are just rippling underneath your trousers. And uh, whoosh, the thing shoots up like, uh, you know, like you were like doing tug of war and all of a sudden the other team just like let go, that sort of thing. Ooh, Yahtzee. And you guys just kind of stumble through the gate face first. You did it. Your strength we both succeeded. Like, we both immediately stand up like, huh, huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you trip. You didn't see me trip. (laughs) We shall never speak of this again. (laughs) All right, fearless leader. Back in front. How far away do you think we are, Hilden? Who knows? Talk to the person in your head. Find out. So, so like, um, should I roll a perception? Can I hear anything? Can I? Yeah, both of you can roll a perception if you'd like. All right. Five plus seven. Uh, oh, then I'll just listen to you first. You got to memorize. <laughs> Twelve, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, nineteen. So with a nineteen, I'd like to listen to kind of see if there's echoes. If there's like I can hear people or track seven. <laughs> that sucked. Sorry. <laughs> That's a djembe drum. There we go, yeah. <laughs> you hear tribesmen in the back <laughs> singing around a fire, <laughs> praising their ancestors. Uh, just kidding. What a lovely tune. <laughs> Minnie's like, what? Are you hearing music now? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I couldn't see you behind the mic, so it looked like you were about to do a sound effect mm. or something. I was going to let you have the moment. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Move it along. <laughs> so, so uh, Ilden hears what? Ilden hears the dripping of water echoing throughout the sewers and the scurrying of small rodents. Mm-hmm. But what's more is he senses a sort of... Mm. The air doesn't smell so foul in this direction, he says, mimicking a wizard that he read about in the only books that we've mentioned that exist in this world. The air doesn't smell so foul. It's coming from around that bend. Okay. What does that mean? Um, I'm going to imagine that it's the bottom part of the house that we're looking for. Minnie, keep up. Come on. All right. Whatever. Lead the way. Go to the left. Okay. Sure. Imagine it. For some reason, I thought it forked. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, it does. Because I just listened to the one where we we were in the marketplace. Yeah, where where you said something about the fork, and I was like, hey, oh, "You're talking a, about an, an actual, actual fork, fork in the road, yeah. or like it just goes left and right." Yeah. But I imagine the tunnels can go. It was going two ways. Uh, the fresh air sort of wafts past your nose and heads upwards before being caught in an eddy that only your highly tuned drow assassin senses pick up on. Not only that, but the faint scent of barbecued pulled pork sandwiches. Oh, no. Mini. Did you smell that? They got that pulled pork. Yeah. (laughs) It's face. I gotta have it. (laughs) Why are they? Okay, so here's the deal. 
We have to go in. Let's let's just ditch the mission. We're going. No, no. I gotta get, get the some guy. Cocoa. But right. like, side mission. We gotta get those two goes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. So we go that way. You guys head up that way, and uh, what you didn't realize was this: was that the fresh air actually sort of like wafted up right into a trap no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> um no actually and why you're getting the barbecue pulpurk sandwiches smell is because uh this sort of leads like into have you guys seen beverly hills cop mm-hmm. the no. first one no okay you know the mansion at the end with the mm-hmm. big shootout no okay so that's kind of what we're looking at here like a right. big walled casa de di mercurio okay mm-hmm. and uh, it's got a big freaking yard on both sides. All this stuff is kind of completely walled in. It's kind of on the edge of Bravik. And you guys, this sort of leads up sort of like right in the corner of like the back courtyard area. Mm. Right in the corner. Okay. So we're outside. So, so they got a bomb. You guys have gone there. You guys are looking up. You guys are looking up. You haven't gone up yet, but Mm -hmm. you guys can choose. I mean, you want to like poke your head out and be like, so what's the the, like, what's the entrance into the yard look like? It, uh, so there's a ladder Mm -hmm. and it's basically just like a steel grate. And we can like poke it up with our head and peek out. Is it like surrounded kind of like by bushes or something? Grass, bushes. Um, so it looks sort of, so you put, if you peek up and you're like looking at the house, Behind you is the corner of where the walls meet. Mm-hmm. In front of you is the courtyard. There's plants, tall, like exotic plants uh, brought from lands far away. Minnie, what do you see? I see plants. Uh-huh. In a in a corner. Is there anything going on nice. out there? Is it like is it is it like a party? Is it or, or what's I mean? so yeah? So like every night, the night watchmen that are uh, employed by the whispers, they get together, they cook their own food. Tonight happens to be barbecue pulled pork. So it's just like the eating time. They're eating right now. Right. And they're just like some of them are drinking. Some of you know not like heavily because they have to work all night. Right. But they're drink. You know there might be like a couple ales going around. Um, you know definitely uh, lots of food, that sort of thing. Uh, Signore Di Mercurio, he like doesn't skimp on his guys and he kind of lets them do that. You know as long as they're d- being diligent, they're allowed to have the barbecue going like you know yeah. night and day. Um, hey, hey, Ilden, what do you think about maybe joining these guys? They have a pretty good setup. I mean, pulled pork. I'm I'm judging by your blank stare that you're not interested. Okay. Um, All right. Ferdinand gave us a mission. Come on. Duncan. No, Don't, Ferdinand. Do not talk about Ferdinand. Okay. So, for, for because he mentions Ferdinand, I just push open the gate and uh are great and i want to stealth my way out and just start start kind of staying behind the bushes and and kind of taking in the surroundings a little bit more detailed okay so with the name of ferdinand hanging in the air our hero ministral or whatever (laughs) does kind of loses it for a moment or whatever it might be and climbs out of the grate to the sewers, pulling her cloak tight Are we not having her. a plan? <laughs> not listening. Shielded from sight by the exotic plants carried well. from lands far away. <laughs> and stuff or whatever. 
How will and our heroes rec- rescue the super secret agent sleeper man named Bojan? Find out next week. Obviously, I've been your DM, Rhett. Minitra Doate. Ildingodi. Boom. As always, grab your swords, keep on adventuring. We'll be back next week. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.